Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Let's say you're, you're looking to do your first commercial conversion. What's the first thing you, you, you ought to be thinking about in terms of tax? Not paying it. <laughs> okay. Once you've, once you've got over that hurdle and, and we come to the real world, we've got to pay something. Uh, what's the first thing you'll be thinking about in terms of accountancy and taxation for your business? Offset. Offset. Capital, capital allowances, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay, that's one of the things, by the way. Yeah. So we put capital allowances here. What else? What did you even before you look at capital allowances? Company structure. Structure. Okay. So you ought to be thinking about should I have it as a sole trader in your own name? Should I have it as a partnership with two or more people? Should we have it as a limited liability partnership, which is a partnership with limited liability, as the name suggests? Uh, and then should I have a limited company? So which one do you think most people tend to use when they're doing commercial conversions? Limited company. Limited company. And why is that? Uh, limited liability. Limited liability and something to do with tax? Capital. Lower, lower. L lower, oh, um, lower tax. Yeah. Lower tax because you're only paying. Corporation tax. Yeah, yeah. yeah CT level. Okay. So we've got structure to think about. So now we've, let's say we've sorted the structure and we're going to talk about that uh, when you ask your questions. After the structure, now we're about to buy the property. When we buy the property, what other taxes are going to come into effect? As soon as you complete. Stamp duty. SDLT. Okay, so we've got that there. So let's, let's cover these two. Let's say you're looking to buy a property and the person you're buying it from owns the property in a company. Okay? And this, is, this happens quite often, by the way. So there's a property here, call it property LTD, property LTD. And this person owns a property, and how much is that property worth? How much are you buying it for? A million. A million. You said that initially without moving your lips, by the way, okay? <laughs> and, how, and how long have you had it for? Three years. Three, five, we'll call it eight, okay? And I'll, I'll, I'll come back to this in a second, okay? And you, my friend, are buying this uh, property. Are you going to buy the company or are you going to just buy the asset? Depending and he said it was moving his lips now, by the way. Sorry? Depending on due diligence, but probably yep. the company. Okay. Uh, the company's got liabilities. Yeah, and hence why we do, the, we do the DD, yeah? Which costs you extra money. What's the benefit of you buying the company? Tax-wise, but, but so it is? Yes. SDLT? Because you're buying the company rather than... You're right, there is no SDLT, you're right. Okay. There is no SDLT, but what you do pay is the SD bit. You don't pay the LT bit, okay? So you pay stamp duty on shares. Does anybody know the rate of stamp duty on shares? Yeah, half a percent. So that's going to be a big benefit to you, okay? 
Now you, you buy the company, you do the DD, that, that costs you quite a bit of time and money with your accountant and your solicitor. Now you've, you've kept the company for a year with the property and you decide you now want to sell the uh, property because things haven't worked out and you find a different deal, this isn't quite working, okay? And you want to sell the property and you come to our friend over here and say you've got two options just like when you had you can either buy the company or you can buy the property and he said he says thank you very much i don't want your company i just want the property so let's say in a year's time this is worth and this is quite important by the way in a year's time this is worth 1.2 million so you sold it for 1.2 million how much tax do you think you're going to pay a couple of gains on on, on how much on 200 grand. 200 grand. Is everybody in agreement with our friend over here? Okay, now you bought this property eight years ago and how much did you buy it for? Million. No, no. Oh, it's eight years ago. Eight years ago. Oh, 500. 500 grand. Okay. So the bad news for you, my friend, is this. And this is why when you're buying property in a company, you ought to be aware of this because this, this is a difference of what I bought it for to what it's That's right. That's the big problem, okay? Because when you, when you bought the company, okay, the, the purchase price, which is called the base cost for tax purposes, is 500 grand. Because you bought the company, the, the price stays there as this. 500. 500. So you sold it for 1.2 million, so the company's made a gain of 700 grand, even though you only made a gain of 200 grand. Yeah? So you're snookered. Or buggered. So what do you think you ought to do when you're negotiating the purchase over here? Could they reflect that the property value is now a million? Yeah. Yeah. No. But they can, but for tax purposes, it still stays as 500 grand. So you can revalue the property uh, for accountancy purposes, but for tax purposes, the price stays as a base cost. Okay. Unless you spend any money on improving the property. So do you have to work out what the what, what they would be liable for already in that period and basically take it off. So, we work out how much tax is payable and on the 500 grand gain, okay? And let's call it 20% to keep the numbers really easy, or just 19%. So you, so you work out, basically, it's, it's 100,000 pounds. So you say to our friend over here, okay, reduce the price by 100 grand. What do you think she's going to say? Bugger off. Yeah, bugger off. So what do you think you could do to get some kind of a deal? Share the burden. Share the burden? Which you might say, fine. So you could say, you pay 50 and I'll pay 50, yeah? Okay, so the point here for you is, if you're buying property in a company, the longer somebody has had it for, when you're doing your DD, find out what the, what the base cost is, the longer they've, they've had it for, generally speaking, the bigger the gain, and you want to negotiate that price and say, well, hold on a minute, you're giving me a very low base cost, I, even though I'm buying the shares from you, and I'm saving the SDLT, okay, I'm still buggered with a, with a uh, 100 grand tax problem here. Okay, so the SDLT saving, which seemed like a big number, okay, now is a very small number. Uh, so you want to negotiate that. Yes, sir? Shaz, if, if, you share, if you share the burden, just say you're giving 50 grand, are you still better off than rather just paying the stamp duty by buying the company, uh, not buying the company in the first place and just buying the building? and just pay the normal stamp duty, is that are you saving much by the time you pay them off there? Well, share them let's work out the numbers, shall we? Yeah. Okay, so we're buying a property, a commercial property, first of all, okay, for 
a million quid. The SDLT on that, does anybody know by themselves? No? Okay. So on the first 100 grand, 150 grand, no SDLT. On the next 100,000 pounds, you pay 2%. And on the balance, you, on the balance, 750, you pay 5%. So that over here gives you 2,000 pounds. And that here over here is going to give you 37,500, yeah? I think I've got that right. So 37 plus the two grand here, so you're paying 39,500. So you're better off than paying than 50, aren't Yeah. Your, your problem might be, is the seller might say to you, I want you to buy the company. Okay. Might. You've got to bear yeah. that in mind, you? That doesn't happen often, but they might do. If they do that, then... Why, why would the seller insist on buying the company? Because depending on how the whole thing's working, they might be claiming something called business asset disposal relief, which was called entrepreneur's relief about two, two years ago, and that might, may apply. So if they sell their shares and they haven't used up their, their million pound lifetime allowance, they're going to pay 10% tax. Yeah. But if they, if they sell the property, they've got to pay a much higher rate of tax because then the company pays corporation tax, then they take the money out. Yeah, so it's even more, more complicated for, them, for that scenario. Now, if we, if we flip this and say if you're buying residential property, okay, for that million pound, the number's going to be much higher than this, by the way. So on a million quid, you're probably looking at, I'd say, with the 3%, probably near 80, 80 odd grand, so in which case you might then want to buy and buy, okay? So that's something we think about. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.